Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to Finishing Well Podcast, the podcast for Finishing Well Ministries. This is a ministry that uh, is glad to have you here if you're uh, over 65, senior, but we're also very glad to have you if you're younger than that. We feel it's important for all of us to talk and think and contemplate how we can finish our lives well. I'm here with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habaker, and we get to do this regularly and uh, talk about various topics and issues and concerns and approaches that uh, we think might be somewhat helpful to you in terms of the thought of finishing well. And we would hope we can do that today, talking about one of the six essentials. Hi, Hal. How are you today? Randy, I'm doing very well. Great to see you. Good to see you, too. Be encouraged by each other and our friendship and our thinking together about finishing well and what God expects of us. Yep. It's important, isn't it? It really is. is. And I think uh, we see that out there. It's out there, too. People believe that. Let me tell you, every time I speak to people and or lead sessions in the six essentials, people are are riveted by this and they appreciate it very much. And it's an encouragement to me each time. And I love to encourage others with it. Well, I know you just had a large group last night. And uh, I think you said they they do tune in uh, and they're interested in our topics. And you you have done a series called The Six Essentials, How. They are essentials to finishing well in our book. Um, we talk about adding to it or, you know, combining and all that sometimes, but we think that these are these cover topics and challenges and issues that are that are critical, really, to the whole notion of the senior person, the retired person, the person who is uh, uh, perhaps still working, even in many cases, but. Focused on, uh, so what am I all about for the next 10 years or the next five years of my life? What what am I all about for the next 20 years, right? And that's part of the, uh, part of what we see as an interest, a point of interest for people. Well, today, Randy, uh, we've been kind of reminding ourselves of the six essentials, you know, and you can go back to our podcast and you can re-listen to those, but this year we've just been updating them, revisiting them, putting a different slant on them. Today, we're on our sixth essential, the last one, which is we will plan ahead for when we will not be here. I mean, it obviously speaks of our death date, you know, when we finish our lives here, but I'd like to think about it a little bit differently today. Uh Let's remind each other not only the truth that there is a finish line in our lives, but as we think about that finish line and our transition to heaven, our eternal world, that there is a a truth that we are finishing. There is a process that precedes the finish line. And I want to remind each other of that importance today because it, it doesn't view our, our death in that sense. And by the way, if you look at our workbook on Finishing Well Ministries, the six essentials, there's a whole list of things that we ought to be focused on, on finishing our life at our death, you know, and we ought to be conscious of all those things. But today, uh, we, we are running a race 
and we're on our last lap, so to speak. You know, if you're running a mile race, 1500, you got the last mile at 1600. Uh, you got the second half, you know, uh, it's halftime. The last quarter of a game is always the most essential. But I want to look at that last season of life. Let me paint a couple of scriptures out there so we can have a biblical foundation to bounce this off of. I love uh, Moses' prayer in Psalm 90. It's the old man's psalm. It's really good. He says in verse 12, so teach us to number our days that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. So when Moses is looking at here, he's not looking at the finish line. Yeah, the finish line is out there, but we need to be conscious of what it is that God wants us to be about in this last lap, in this last quarter, or in this last section of the course, if you're running a cross-country race. I think there's a task God has given each one of us at whatever our age. And by the way, I think this Sixth essential, planning ahead, looking at this last season of our life is applicable to anybody at any age. You're asking the question, what is it that God has put you here to do? And do I see that process unfolding in this last lap, in this last season of life? In fact, at the end of Psalm 90, Moses says, let the favor of our Lord be upon us and confirm the work of our hands. There is a task that God gives us. And he repeats that, confirm the work of our hands. I think of Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus to do good works, which God ordained beforehand in this season of our life, in our last lap, as it were, to be about that task. So uh, I think about the sixth essential, planning ahead. We're, we're looking at the last season of our life. And what is it that we ought to be about in this season of life? And focus on that. That's our task. That's our work. And uh, let's, let's reflect on that a little bit. May I comment on something on that? Please. There may be a question on some listeners' part about what race I'm running. or I didn't realize I was in a race. What are you talking about, Hal? And, uh, of course, it's actually biblical that we are talking about this as well. But um, I think it's also important for us to affirm for people that you are in a race, even though you didn't know it. It's called life. You're living it. And you have been honored and blessed if you are in your, let's just say if you're in your 60s, in your 70s, in your 80s and certainly in your 90s, you've been tremendously blessed to have, talk about a distance race. You're, you have run the long one. And, uh, you know, it's not the race that we're talking about, is it, Hal? It's the individual's race. It's that individual's race with the Holy Spirit in them and the Lord uh, sort of... Uh, Honoring that race. Leading in it. And, and by giving them the opportunity to run it. Giving all of us, I should say, the opportunity to run it. So, yes, you may not be able to <laughs> run a race. You may not be able to walk very well right now. 
You may not be able to get out of your chair. You may not be able to get out of your bed. But guess what? You are actually still in the race. You are in the Lord's race for you personally. And we all have that. And so I just like to encourage each person out there that that race not be, you may not view that as a race at all. It's not going very fast. If it's a race, it's at a snail's pace, maybe for you. But it is the race you're in. That's what the Lord has put in front of you, and that's what the Lord has given you. And we just encourage you to think about finishing it. What am I finishing, Lord? What is it that my race was all about? And if you will please do that, then you will look at whatever days each of us has remaining in a wholly different way. I agree with you, Randy. I think when the Apostle Paul talks in 2 Timothy 4, verse 7, he uses three images. I have fought the good fight. The last one, he says, I've kept the faith. But the middle one is what I'm thinking about today. I have completed the course. You know, we know from Psalm 139, verse 16, God ordains all of our days. So he has ordained this final season of our life. So it is a course that is being completed. You know, you, I think you're right. You may not be running or that, that may not be a good metaphor, but there is a course to be completed. A course for you. Yes. Not for everybody, for you. Well, I think everybody is in that course, whether or not we're aware of it, and that's part of our concern. You know, my plan is not your plan. Uh, I would say that as well. Uh, God knows us individually. But we all have a limit on our days, on our years. And like Moses, the prayer is for all of us, even though our course is individual and unique, lived with friends and family. We're all different. We all have different skills, but we all have a sense of the completion of our course out there looming at some point. God has ordained all of our years. So my sense is. What is it that God has ordained for me as I think about finishing this course, finishing this last lap, if you think of life as four quarters? You know, and that, I think that's what Paul was thinking about. You know, he, the end of his life was looming and he was reflecting back over and he said, I have completed the course. So he's reflecting back over his life and seeing how God has led him, the gifts that he had, how he saved him for a purpose. And how he has lived out that purpose to his final days. So that's the prayer of Moses. Let's teach us to number my days to see the end of the course that is out there. I know I'm getting closer. So I want to finish the task. I want to finish the course. But the course can be, you know, can be different courses. That's Absolutely. All Whatever it is yes, for you. It's God's overall <laughs> It's God's um, playground. It's God's stadium. It's God's overall, you know, whatever track we are on, it's God's. Okay. It is. Uh, and uh, we don't have, we didn't, you know, we weren't there for the start. We're not going to be there for the finish end other than we complete it. But <clears throat> I think that I can have a, a, a race uh, that I am in that is, from my perspective, slower than molasses, Al, in my book, 
around what I'm trying to do with something that has been a part of my family for my entire life. And I'm going to continue to be encouraged uh, by finishing well and by the thoughts of finishing well to not let go of that, to, to, to finish the course with it in terms of uh, completing uh, the good relationships and the encouragement that I want to give in that family. Uh, could the same could be true with friends? Could it not? Old friends and the whole the whole idea of relating to others, reaching out to others, uh, being being a part of somebody else's life, giving your pouring into somebody else is a race for you in the sense that you have to complete it. You have to do something to you know. You there is a it, you can't just let it go and it completes itself. It will complete itself, but you will not finish your race because you didn't even didn't make any effort at all to try. You didn't try to improve that that race. So I'm just saying that I think we each have a big race. It's our life. That's all I'm saying. I well, I'm agree with you. But God has given us a task in that life to complete. So yes. we see the end of our lives and we want to, you know, it's just like I think about retirement. When you focus on retirement, I don't know how far ahead you plan on retirement, but there is a season in completing our task before one retires from a job. You know, and so what do you see those last five years, as it were, of your of your time in completing that work and you want to finish it well? And I think that's the challenge of all of life. We're all in different seasons. I think of a, a couple of biblical examples here. You know, I'm gripped by the two uh, patriarchs, uh, Jacob and Joseph. You know, J- J- Jacob died at 147. He lived his last 16 years in Egypt with the son who he had thought he had lost forever, who had been killed decades earlier. That was the lie that his other sons told on Joseph. So Joseph goes down to Egypt, and he's completing the task God has for him at every season. He has no idea except being faithful in the work that's entrusted to him. And then he runs into his father in a uh, just the story is crazy, the famines and how the sons go down. But then Joseph and Jacob have 16 years together, and you can read about it in Genesis 47, 48, 49, and 50, where Jacob seeing the end of his life, has direct conversations with each of his grown sons. And then he he dies. I mean, I just think about that. That's finishing your course. That's having the wisdom to wrap up relationships and family. I mean, that's a a seasonal objective. And then you see Joseph doing the same thing in Genesis 50. You know, at the end of his life, he offers a perspective of hope to his family and the nation of Israel, you know, they've been down there for 70 years, as it were now, and they've multiplied. And Joseph leaves with a sense of vision and hope for his family. So he's finishing well, you might say. He sees the end of his life approaching, and there are things that he has uh, to finish up. I mean, conversations he needs to have. He needs to stay, keep his hand on the tiller, as it were capturing the wind of God's spirit in his life, finishing this last season. And I think your comment is right. You know, we, we, there, there is a season for relationships. There's a completion of the course. 
Am I finishing? Am I wrapping up the perspective relationships? We all have challenges and family and, you know, friends and churches. And I want to finish that. I want to complete that season well. Uh, you know, Joshua Becker, who I am intrigued with, uh, he's the minimalist in our culture today, a, a, a keen believer, I think. He, and at least at the end of his book, What Matters Most, his most recent book, he gives clear testimony to Christ being in control of his life. But he writes for everybody. I mean, uh, he's writing for people in whatever ages they are. And in his first chapter in this book, What Matters Most, he asks the question, if, if you knew your death date, what is it that you would have wanted to complete before you get that day, date? I mean, do you have dreams? Do you have visions? Do you have a sense of what you want to accomplish in life? And then he asked the question, what's keeping you from doing that? And why don't you drop everything else if that's important and get after it? So I think about his analogy there as a way of living. You know, that's Moses' prayer, Psalm 90, 12. You know, teach us to number our days. What is it that God has put us here to do in this season of life? whether it's personally, whether it's relationally, whether it's a task or whatever it is, writing a book, whatever. You know, I think one of the things that God wants us to do in this final season is to continue to tell our story to our family and to others, you know, about God's faithfulness in our life. So I like Joshua Becker. I, I like his analogy on, you know, what's important and having a grasp on that. How would you contrast that thought process there, Hal, with the whole idea of a bucket list? Well, I think it depends what you're, what, what's included in your bucket list. And, and by the way, Arthur Brooks in his newest and latest book, Strength to Strength, really addresses this. And he uses the term bucket list. He said, you know, a bucket list is not to do all the things you ever wanted to do, just to indulge yourself in and see. I mean, there could be things like that out there you want to do, but he he thinks about bucket list in terms of finishing tasks that God entrusts to us. You know, like relationships, he uses one of those. You know, are you building the kind of relationships in this season of your life that you really need to build in order to complete your life? He reminds us that that's one of the most important things that anybody can do is complete those kinds of relationships and see them fulfilled. And he even suggests that in, in, in your own marriage. You know, the season of marriage can change. You know, the tasks are different, the relationships are at a different level. And so if we're in, let's say, the final season, decade or two or whatever, I'm 70, I don't know how long Vic and I will live, but there is a season in building your marriage and growing it that's particularly related to the needs of aging and how we do that. So Arthur Brooks focuses on that kind of a bucket list, not like the bucket list on the movie, you know, uh, where you got to go here, go here, go that, do that, complete all those countries you've never been to or those tasks you want to go to, et cetera, et cetera. But it's more about life finishing. Does that make sense? Well, that's what I would I um I agree with you 100%. I think there's two different kinds of bucket lists, okay? Uh one of them is about me and uh one of them is about other 
people, other relationships outside of me. Um, so one is pouring into me and one is pouring into somebody else, pouring others. into others. Um, and it just depends on what your priorities are. So we are here to talk about priorities, though, aren't we? And maybe some people don't feel that's a, a, a useful or valid topic to talk about. But I think that's what we do talk about. And we just ask you to think about what your priorities are. Are we into shaming people because we think maybe your priorities are a little bit warped? Nope. Nope. And in fact, wouldn't we argue, Hal, that if you want to play golf, go play more golf. We don't, we're not the, uh, the, the room monitors here for how you run your life. We are simply saying uh, that you might have a chance to examine in by yourself, really, but maybe with friends, examine what your priorities are and get feedback if you need that on those priorities. And, and uh, we've heard the words rethink my priorities many times in the Finishing Well uh, events that you hold, Hal, here and there that, oh, well, I'll put that, that I know you do. And that's almost a theme. You know, I'm kind of kind of coming out of this. I'm going to rethink my priorities. And uh, I don't ever go, I don't throw my hands up in the air and say, yay, good for you. But I'm feeling that inside. And I think a lot of seniors have the capability to run their life any way they want. Meaning, do nothing. Meaning, do what I want when I want, uh, you know, with the terms of priorities about me, more pleasure for me, more fun for me, more uh, adventure for me, more whatever for me. And I'm just saying, maybe that's not going to give you <laughs> the longer term solution to, to, to finishing your race. You know, the race you don't, maybe you don't even know you're in. So to, for me, there's two kinds of bucket lists. Yeah. Well, the bucket list that I think we ought to be focused on is what Moses prayed for in Psalm 9012. What is God's bucket list for me? What does he want me to complete in my life? What's the task he has given? And that's the prayer. Uh, let me wrap this up a little bit. Uh, a couple of things to stay focused on. Uh, I think of John 17, 4. This is always a verse that's echoed in my mind where it says, where Jesus says, I've glorified you on earth having accomplished the work, the task, the assignments that you gave me to do. You know, Jesus didn't come to fulfill himself. I mean, as you just talked about, it's not about me. It's not about my bucket list and getting all the bases covered. Although there is some, I mean, like one of my bucket lists, I've always wanted to go to Ireland to visit the land of Francis of Assisi. Uh, no, that's Italy. I've been there. It's St. Patrick. I've never been to Ireland. I'd want to go there, but not for a bucket list, but I want to get a glimpse into St. Patrick's life. But what is the vision that God gave him? What I'd like to look into that as a part of it for me. But Jesus finished that. And then the writer of Hebrews says, let's fix our eyes in Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, I mean, he saw on the other side of the end of this life. 
he endured the cross, but he finished his task. So that's the sense that I think about completing this course. Mm-hmm. And one last thing, I, I, I love J.I. Packer, and he wrote this little book, Finishing Our Course with Joy, that I love to talk about. And I will just read this last quote. He says, runners in a distant race always try to keep something in reserve for the final sprint. And my contention is that so far as our bodily health allows, we should aim to be found running the last lap of the race of our Christian life, as we would say, flat out. The final sprint, so I urge, should be a sprint indeed. So that's the idea in the sixth essential. Planning ahead for when we'll not be here. We see the end, the last lap of the race looming ahead of us, coming in. And it's with great joy that we want to finish our task and fulfill the prayer of Moses in Psalm 9012. Hope that makes sense. And I hope it encourages you. Any final thoughts, Randy? The, the quote you gave, so far as our bodily health allows, I think that's what I'm thinking is the right thought process there is because we're not actually running a race. We are running a race in love and care, encouragement and feelings and encouraging words to people. And if we're running that race, we might as well go full sprint on it. Right. Let's do it. I think that's the task. That's the work God has entrusted to us. And that's the work that Moses prayed would be confirmed, and that's his legacy. And my uh, summary today is thanks for being with us. Uh, I hope we've encouraged all of us. I know it encourages me to keep intentionally looking at the work that God has entrusted to me in relationships, wherever it is, as I think and grow as a person, as I understand the Spirit leading me, let's embrace that and go full steam ahead. So my prayer is that that's what you will do, and let's encourage each other in doing that. Thanks for being with us. Uh, You can find more of these at finishingwellministries.org forward slash podcast, and pray for the work that God has entrusted to us, that our tribe will increase and will keep encouraging people in the latter part of their lives, the elder season of life, to finish well and complete the, the task, the course, that God has given us. May God bless you and encourage you this day to that end.